I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this episode is recorded, the Gubby Gubby people. I would also like to acknowledge the First Nations peoples and language groups across this entire nation in which conception, pregnancy and sacred motherhood knowledge has been shared. We pay our deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging and further extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Hello, hello and welcome. You are listening to the Oxytocin Hour. I'm your host, Dana. I'm a midwife, mum of five and all-round oxytocin enthusiast. People are all too willing to share their negative experiences of conception, pregnancy, labour, birth and beyond. The Oxytocin Hour is your safe haven, filled with positive experiences from mums, dads, doulas, midwives and everyone in between. Each week we will release a new episode with the intent to uplift and inspire you. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Now, let's get into today's episode. This and every episode of the Oxytocin Hour is strictly for entertainment purposes and is not to be used as medical advice. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Dana. And if it's your first time here, welcome. I have a feeling that today's episode is going to be a really, really good one because it is on a subject very, very close to my heart and I feel really passionate about speaking about this right now. It's been coming up a lot, particularly in the last week, this theme, and I've seen it in social media. I've heard it from friends and friends of friends and family members like It's just been coming up a lot that I felt really called to speak about it today, especially after I had a mother in my inbox yesterday. She wasn't asking a Dear Dana question. She was just asking a question and I asked her whether it would be okay if I could use this question as a to pretty much put a spotlight on on this theme and she said absolutely please do because it should be so helpful for so many other people that are like waiting to conceive or or are currently pregnant or even just if you know anyone that's pregnant what I'm about to speak on is really really important so please keep listening and if you know anyone anyone that will know anyone that's pregnant or be pregnant themselves please forward this episode to them because believe me, they need to hear it. (laughs) So this episode is about, drum roll, trauma dumping, fear, and how to navigate it as a first time or whatever time pregnant mother. I will be using a couple of examples of, of people that I know. Um, that I have been through this directly themselves and I asked if it's okay if I use them as an example I don't use any names anyway and there's no like identifying features um, to these stories so it is fine and they did say it's okay as well Um, I feel like it's I can make it like not so individualized that you could probably place yourself in this situation because it can be very generic but yes Just strap yourself in and be ready to get fired up about this subject as much as I am. So story number one begins in a church group brunch 
around a table with women only, predominantly mothers, with children aged around or between three to 10 years old. So they've all already had all their babies. Um, so they probably consider themselves seasoned mothers. But there is one woman at the table who is yet to become a mother and she is newly engaged. Her recent, her recent engagement is a huge topic for discussion with congratulations, questions about plans for a wedding and inevitably questions about potential future babies, which is fine. People are allowed to ask about these things, I think, um, but it's the type of things that flow on from there that I consider like people need to be more mindful about what they say. So this new fiance says, oh, yes, I would love to try for a baby as soon as we marry. We would we'd like three kids. She's greeted with smiles in return, which I mean, as you can imagine, most women would. It's a really happy time. Um, it's nice to think about the future and people kind of get swept up in like what their ideals will be. And just as women just discussing this sort of stuff, which is great. It's fantastic. And so when you're met with smiles, that's great. It's just (laughs) the words that can flow forth after then that could have a detrimental effect. Words like, and I'm sure you might have heard this before. Oh, okay. That's awesome. You want three kids. Well, make sure you do all your traveling before you have those children, because when they're born, you will not get any time for yourself and you will not have any money for yourself you'll just spend it all on the kids or just remember breastfeeding is really really hard so don't feel bad if you can't do it like honestly barely anyone can do it anyway and it's okay if you just have to bottle feed your baby don't worry about it or birth is honestly the most horrific thing ever but It's awesome because you get a healthy baby in the end. That's all that matters. Tell me you haven't heard someone say something along those lines. Please, I, I, I honestly would be so surprised if you could wholeheartedly say, no, I've never heard anyone say anything like that. Um... So yeah, I can honestly say with certainty that all of these women's statements to this poor woman is because at the very least, they have a little bit of an issue with it themselves. And at the very most, and probably more likely, they have a tra- an unresolved trauma that they've experienced around the same subjects. Something around independence or you know the statement about breastfeeding something around their inability to feed their baby or their lack of support to feed their baby um something around their birth and that it was an awful experience for them so therefore they need to tell other people that it's also awful um and because of this (laughs) They have completely trauma dumped and induced so much fear into this woman. And it honestly, like when we take a step back and think about it, what they have just said to her has absolutely no benefit to anyone. 
It doesn't benefit the women that are speaking these words and it doesn't benefit the woman that's hearing them or the woman's partner if he's there. It doesn't help anyone. Um, And these women, like, they might feel better subconsciously for scaring the shit out of her and getting it off their chest for, like, just a very small while. But soon it will just continue to sit deep in their psyche and it'll build and it'll build until they are forced to deal with it in one way or another. And very, very likely it won't be a healthy way if they're trying to deal with it. But more often than not, I personally, this is my personal opinion, I feel like these unresolved traumas or these issues that these women have will sit with them for the rest of their lives. And they don't even know that it exists. Um, I mean, and then speaking these words over this woman's life leaves a really small mark deep in her subconscious and very, very likely in her conscious mind for a very long time until it very likely manifests in her life when the time comes, unless She's aware that these people have trauma dumped and then makes a conscious decision to go, whoa, okay, like not even thank you. I was about to say thank you for your input. No, like I actually really don't appreciate the trauma dumping. Um, In fact, yeah, I forgive you for trauma dumping. I am definitely not going to accept your issues or your trauma as my own. That's not my story. That's what I would love women to think. (laughs) Um, But I also feel like as women, we are so likely, and I, I see this a lot, and this is why I have this opinion. When there's someone that has experienced something before us, I feel like women are way more likely to take a submissive role and to just be like, oh, okay, like, I'll listen to you. Like, we feel like we can't actually, just because we haven't gone through it, we can't even challenge what they're saying. So if they're telling us breastfeeding is really, really difficult, you very likely won't be able to do it, but it's okay. You can't go, hang on a second, like, I want to look into whether that's actually true. Like, is it super difficult? I want to look at the statistics. I want to talk to other women that have found it easy. Like, we just go, okay, I believe you, which I feel like can be a really dangerous thing. So the second short story I have is slightly different, but um, yeah, just listen to it. (laughs) It begins in an antenatal appointment in a hospital. So there's a woman, her husband and her mother, which is the grandmother to be that is present at this appointment. The midwife welcomes the trio into the appointment and begins by chatting to the pregnant mother about her pregnancy and how it's been tracking. The pregnant mom says, great, like everything's been going really good. She discussed part of her birth plan with her GP last week and her GP told her that the midwife would chat about it in depth with her today. So she's very, very excited to talk about her birth plan, particularly because her own mother, the grandmother-to-be, and her husband will both be present at the birth, and everyone's excited. Great, said the midwife. This appointment is really fun and exciting. We'll chat about your options and what your hopes and dreams are for this birth. The grandmother-to-be interjected with a healthy baby. 
That's what we want. However, that means she arrives. I had four C-sections and they were amazing. So whatever my daughter needs to do to have this healthy baby girl, that's what we want. It sounds well-meaning. And on the surface level, it sounds positive, right? Like a healthy baby, like that's great. But when you dig a little bit deeper, it actually isn't. It's very, it's a very fear-based statement. Um, and I understand there is, there is a really, really small minority that may have experienced um, something very, very traumatic in, in terms of losing a baby. And I completely understand having that fear. Um, but it's also still that it is a trauma. It is a fear. Um, and to be placing that onto someone else is, yeah, that's not great. So I think it's pretty clear that there already is an issue here with the grandmother um, and her own cesarean section births. And she's projecting those issues onto her daughter, onto her son-in-law and onto her uh, granddaughter. So we fast forward to the birth and the same midwife from antenatal clinic is the midwife on shift. When this same mum to be her husband and the grandmother return, which is a rarity in hospitals. Um, so it's, excuse me, it's really, really lovely to be, to be able to have that connection, like to have already met someone in antenatal clinic and then see them in the hospital as well. Like it's amazing. So the labor is going smoothly and the mum is laboring beautifully, just blissfully rocking and humming to the waves as they come and go just on a birth ball. And the midwife speaks to the mum who is in between her contractions and she asks if she could listen to the baby's heart rate so that she could record it in the intrapartum record. The mother obliges happily. Everything remained quiet and calm and she deemed it to be, you know, very, very minimally invasive. So the midwife crouches beside the mum who is sitting on the birth ball and she places the Doppler on her abdomen in search of the baby's heartbeat. So she places it on and you can just hear the whooshing of inside the womb. She moves it a little bit to the left and she goes, oh no, like you could, you could hear a sound and there was a bit of a sigh of relief, um, not from the midwife, but from everyone in the room. And she said, oh no, that's just the cord. So I still need to actually find baby's heart. Um, and then she moves it again and she still can't hear anything. And then suddenly the grandmother says, what's wrong? And the midwife said, nothing's wrong. I'm just searching for the baby's heart just because mum's in this position. Sometimes it can take a little while. Now, instantly, as soon as the grandmother said, what's wrong, the mother's eyes perked open and she's looking around now. So instead of being in her, um, her brain that she needs to be in while she's letting birth and labor take over, she's now neocortex is on and she's a little bit more alert 
So the midwife keeps searching and, and mind you, this is just a matter of seconds. It's not like this is taking 10 minutes or anything. It's just a few more seconds here, a few more seconds there. The grandmother says again, if she needs to have a cesarean, if you can't find that baby's heart rate, you need to call the doctor. Do I need to press the buzzer? Do I need to press the emergency buzzer? Do we need to go have a cesarean? And instantly the vibe in the room just plummets. And luckily in this case, the father, the mother and the father were very well versed in, in what was to happen. And the dad took control and asked the grandmother if he could speak with her outside of the room. In that time, the midwife found the baby's heart rate and everything just progressed as normally. And she did go on to have a normal vaginal birth without the grandmother in the room. She was asked to leave. Had she had stayed, I mean, there's no sure way to say how things would turn out, but... I feel like there's probably a very large possibility that um, things could have taken a lot longer or a cascade of interventions could have begun. So I think that's a really, really awesome example of how people's words, people's vibe, the things that they're projecting onto you, even though they think is well-meaning, can absolutely, and I, I do not want you to underestimate this, if you're the person, if you're like the grandmother or if you're like the pregnant woman, please heed these words. You have the ability, if you are around these words or if you are speaking these words or this, this vibe or this energy is like penetrating your space, it has the ability to completely derail a normal birth, a normal labor and birth, and also breastfeeding journey. And I say that with like, <laughs> I could not say this any more seriously or sternly. Like you need to understand how much this can affect someone and it can have a massive ripple effect. Just one off the cuff thing that you could say to someone, whether they're so close to you or whether you barely even know them, people are watching and listening. You need to be careful. And as a pregnant woman, and I'm sure that if you're on this podcast, you're here because you're, I would like to imagine you're pretty aware of this stuff already because that's the whole point of this podcast. You're still going to hear some sort of, um, you know, there's people's stories that aren't all like, amazing like rainbows and sunshine but it's that it's the energy so even if someone has had a negative like experience to be able to take that and shift it into something positive that's what you need to be hearing I'm not just saying just block out like anything that people say that's just like a little bit of a negative story I mean you need to just be just use some discernment that's what I'm saying um so yeah there's there's ways that we can shift our language as well so just as a really brief example instead of people saying things like breastfeeding so hard and it's okay if you can't which which I hear a lot and I know that people are really well-meaning with it I think if you can just shift those words slightly and say something like Okay, 
I personally found it harder than I thought it would be to breastfeed. And I wish I saw a lactation consultant sooner or I wish that I did breastfeeding education before. Like, so I really, really recommend that you do that. Um, there's so much help out there. Hopefully, I'm really, really hopeful you'll have a really good, you'll have a really good experience though. It can be tricky for some people and I found it tricky, but I really hope that you'll have, you'll have a really good time with it. Something as simple as that. It's not even lying. It's just being really mindful of your words. Um, and it's really not hard to be genuinely helpful, supportive and caring with your words and with your energy. It's not that hard. But I feel like the people that say these things and they they cannot even see how this is negative in any way, they've got a lot of inner work to do. And that's not your problem. If you're the person on the receiving end, if you're the person doing it, 100% that's your problem. Please deal with it, sis, because it's not helping anyone, especially not yourself. Anyway, so we're going to draw this episode to a close. I just really, I feel like it made sense. Like the way that I spoke, I feel like it made sense. I feel like whoever's listening should get a really good brief idea of what I'm saying. Um, and I truly, I truly, truly hope everyone that's listening gets some healing. They get some growth out of listening to this. And above all, I really, really wish you peace. If you're listening to this as a pregnant woman or you have unknowingly or or a little bit surprisingly identified yourself as one of the people saying these things, I truly, truly wish you growth and healing and peace. I really do. And, you know, whoever's listening, if you found this helpful, please let me know. I feel like you should. Um, feel like what I've just said is actually quite powerful as well like I literally can feel it as I'm sitting here it really really needed to be said and I feel like whoever really needed to hear this has heard it because I felt so called to speak on this um so yeah if you want to chat more about it you know where to to find me um it'll be in the outro and I hope you tune in again to listen this Thursday and next week and the week after. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to share the love or get in contact with us for feedback or a chance to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at www.daisy.com.au. That's www.daisy.com.au or on our Instagram at the oxytocin hour, all one word. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in and I hope you've gained something positive from listening. Until next time.